0: Okay, good afternoon and welcome to the San Francisco Historic Preservation Commission hearing for Wednesday, June 21st, 2023, the summer solstice. Uh, to enable public participation, TV is streaming this hearing live and will broadcast shortly. We will receive public comment for each item on today's agenda. Each speaker will be allowed up to three minutes, and when you have 30 seconds remaining, You will hear a chime indicating your time is almost up. When your allotted time is reached, I will announce that your time is up. And take the next person queued to speak. We will take public comment from persons in City Hall first and then open up the remote access lines. For those persons participating via WebEx, the password is HPC2023. And use the uh, raised hand icon to raise your hand when public comment is called for the item you are interested in speaking to. For those persons calling in to submit their testimony, You need to call 415-655-0001 and enter access code 2599-351-6630 and press pound twice. Uh, You then need to wait for the item you're interested in speaking to and for public comment to be announced. To comment, you must enter star 3 to raise your hand. And once you've raised your hand you will hear the prompt you have raised your hand to ask a question please wait to speak until the host calls on you when you hear that you are unmuted that is your indication to begin speaking best practices are to call from a quiet location and please mute the volume on your television or computer for those attending in person please line up on the screen side of the room or to your right and please speak clearly and slowly and if you care to state your name for the record I'll ask that we all silence any mobile devices that may sound off during these proceedings. And at this time, I will take roll. Commission President Matsuda. Here. Commission Vice President Nagaswaran. Here. Commissioner Foley. Present. Commissioner So. Here. Commissioner Vergara. Here. And Commissioner Wright. thank you commissioners first on your agenda is general public comment at this time members of the public may address the Commission on items of interest to the public that are within the subject matter jurisdiction of the Commission except agenda items with respect to agenda items your opportunity to address the Commission will be afforded when the item is reached in the meeting each member of the public may address the Commission for up to three minutes Again, if you're in the chambers, please come forward. If you're calling in remotely, you need to press star 3 or raise your hand via Webex. Seeing no members of the public coming forward or raising their hand. General public comment is closed, and we can move on to department matters. Item 1, department announcements.
1: Good afternoon, commissioners. Uh, Elizabeth John Kerr sitting in for Rich Sucre today. Uh, There are no department matters.
0: Okay. Commission matters. Item two, consideration of adoption draft minutes for May 17th, 2023. Members of the public, this is your opportunity to address the commission on their minutes. Again, if you're in the chambers, please come forward. I don't see anyone on our remote access lines. So seeing no one coming forward, public comment on the minutes is closed, and they are now before you. Motion to approve. Second. Thank you, commissioners. On that motion to adopt your minutes, commissioner Vergara. Yes. Commissioner Wright? Yes. Commissioner Foley? Aye. Commissioner So? Yes. Commissioner Nagus-Warren? Yes. And Commissioner President Matsuda? Yes. So move, commissioners. That motion passes unanimously 6 to 0. Item 3, commission comments and questions. Is it not working? It's on, but there's we've had issues with that microphone. Maybe you, you if you could use your chairs.
2: I'd like to welcome our new commissioner, Bob Vergara. He had a very quick uh, and long introduction to the Historic Preservation Commission hearing last Thursday, but we would like to officially welcome you to our Historic Preservation Commission family. And sadly, um, we are going to have to say goodbye to Commissioner So. Commissioner So has been, um, will be appointed the MTA, and we will sadly uh, not see her very smiley face uh, every two times a month. And we want to thank you, Commissioner so for all of the contributions and all of the great comments that you have provided us to make us um, a, a very, I think, important body to help preserve and protect our historic and cultural resources. So, Commissioner Vagar, did you want to say a few words? Uh, the commission is meeting you for the first time, well, the second time, but Commissioner Wright wasn't uh, at our last hearing. But if you wanted to share with us, as you know, we are not allowed to talk amongst each other uh, outside of our hearing. So if you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you. Could Could I ask you to use the mic?
3: It's an honor to be a member of the commission. I'm born and raised in San Francisco, lived here all my life. Uh, My love of San Francisco history was really begun by my father who drove us, every time he drove me around the city, he would point out places of interest. I remember standing in Portsmouth Square one morning uh, looking at the old Hall of Justice being torn down and my father saying, remember you saw the old Hall of Justice when it was still around. Uh, I've been teaching history at uh, St. Ignatius College Preparatory, I just finished year 41, which is hard to believe. And uh, one of the classes I teach is a government class which involves San Francisco history. And so I bring my students to City Hall every semester and they have a really great lesson in city government. Anyway, I've been speaking too long, but uh, I'm, uh, as I say, very honored and very happy to be a member of the commission.
2: And now they can uh, observe you as a that's, commissioner.
3: That's right. I, uh, whenever the kids uh, give a presentation, I have what's called an ummometer, because they have to work on being good public speakers too. It's a little bell, and every time they say um or so or any time, I'll hit the bell. So the uh, the object is to get the bell rung the fewest times. And I watched myself uh, the other day uh, before the rules committee when I was you know being considered and uh, played it for the kids and it sounded if we had rung the bell it would have sounded like a fire is going on (laughs) somewhere else but anyway it's fun.
2: Well we welcome your comments. Welcome. Thank you. you. Uh, Commissioner So sorry. Commissioner Foley. Uh,
4: Thank you. Thank you President Matsuda. (laughs) um i I would like to mention a couple things one i joined this commission uh, around the same time actually at the same week that commissioner so did and it's been a pleasure uh being with her and having her actually explain uh historical resources to me and kind of understanding architecture in a better way so i appreciate you commissioner so we're gonna miss you i feel like we're being you know left behind but that's okay because now we have commissioner vergara and i had lunch yesterday with someone and He said that his child goes to SI, and they think you're great. So you have validity today. So thank you very much. Uh, Commissioner So we wish you the best, and Commissioner Bob, we wish you the best. Come on board. Thank you.
5: Just a few words, and we should start reviewing the project. But um, first, it is heartfelt for all the respect and also the collaborations that I've had since day one. And yes, you and I were the twin dream team trying to get on this and we did it. Thank you, Commissioner Foley. Um, and I also, first, I wanna start with thank you, the staff. I mean, I know not, not many of you are here today and because we had a long one last Thursday and um, thank you, Commissioner Secretary and it without you i think it's been it will be a chaos right <laughs> thank you for bearing with us all these years and thank you elizabeth you have always have such a deep knowledge and your patience to explain to us of everything and it's just amazing and then the city attorney of course if whenever whenever we have doubt you know let's let's Wheel up some of the um, legislation and see what what are we, what is under our jurisdictions and what not, right? So this is really highly educational for me and I, my journey get to today. It's I cannot be here alone without learning from so many of you. And I personally had gave my thanks to all of you. And it's really a heartfelt, um, and I really wanted to say one thing i actually i am not leaving right we're still going to be serving under this dome <laughs> so i look forward to many more collaborations with you all in cross departmental initiatives and policy that to continue what we think it is very important for our city
0: Very good. Um, it's been a pleasure, Commissioner So. And you're going to good hands. Actually, Christine Silver Silva, the Commission Secretary for the SFMTA Board, was the manager of the Office of Commission Affairs for the Planning Department for many years, and so she she'll be she'll treat you better than I. Commissioners, that <laughs> will place us under consideration of items proposed for continuance. There were no items at the time of issuance, nor. Are there still any items proposed for continuance? So we can move on to your regular calendar. Item 4, case number 2023-003440DES for the Colombo Market Arch in Sydney Walton Square, 600 Front Street. This is for your consideration to recommend to the Board of Supervisors' landmark designation.
1: Good afternoon, Commissioners. Uh, Elizabeth Junk here again of department staff on behalf of Pilar la valley and just before i present this item um just on all the on behalf of all the preservation managers and all the preservation staff um, we just want to congratulate um, commissioner so and thank you for all your work with us um so before you is a request for recommendation to the board of supervisors regarding landmark designation of the colombo market arch located at the west side of sydney walton square at front street between pacific and jackson street The pending landmark designation was initiated by the Board of Supervisors. Colombo Market Arch is the sole surviving remnant of the Colombo Market building, which which occupied the block bounded by Jackson, Front, Davis, and Clark, which is not extant, um, and was constructed in 1894 by architect Clinton Day and reconstructed in 1906 for San Francisco's wholesale produce market. The Colombo Market Building was the first purpose-built enclosed wholesale produce market in San Francisco and was the epicenter and catalyst for the larger produce district that grew around it. The Colombo Market Building was demolished in the early 1960s for the Golden Gateway Project with one structural bay of the former building retained and incorporated into Sydney Walton Square. Staff believes that the Colombo Market Arch meets eligibility requirements for a landmark designation and is significant for its association with the Italian-American community and with the Colombo Market building. The department recommends that the Historic Preservation Commission recommend approval of the landmark designation of the Colombo Market Arch, which will be forwarded then to the Board of Supervisors. Since packets were distributed, the property owner has submitted comments indicating they are not in support of the designation. Staff has also received comments in support of the designation from the Historical Society, the um, Italian Italian American Museum, the SF Mart, and San Francisco Heritage. Historian Richard Brandy, who prepared the nomination for the arch, is here with a presentation on its history. And that completes staff presentation uh, unless the commission has questions. Thank you.
0: Okay, if there are no immediate questions for staff, we should take public comment. Members of the public, this is your opportunity to address the commission. You just need to come forward, or if you're calling in remotely, you need to press star three or raise your hand via Webex.
6: Hi, my name is Chris Madrid-French. I'm a director of advocacy and uh, programs at San Francisco Heritage. And first, I want to thank Commissioner So for your dedication and a welcome to Commissioner Rigara. Um, I also want to thank Supervisor Peskin for initiating this designation and to Richard Brandy for nominating the Colombo Market Arch as a San Francisco City landmark. San Francisco Heritage strongly supports this landmark designation. The significance of the former produce district and its associations with the city's Italian American community were unofficially recognized by the retention of the Colombo Market Arch during the creation of the Golden Gate uh, center gateway center in the early 1960s the importance of the arches connection and the potential interpretive use is only more relevant today as the produce districts role in san francisco history fades from living memory san francisco heritage agrees with the findings of richard brandy's nomination and the recommendations of the planning department staff report on the arch's significance and appropriateness for designation under article 10 of the city planning code we look forward to welcoming another landmark to the list of significant city properties thank you
5: thank
7: you Uh, commissioners thank you for listening to my comments today Uh, my name is matthew bernstein i'm with the golden gateway center uh, the owner of the park space where the arch sits I'm here today uh, with Jonathan Jose and Anthony uh, Kurungai, who were uh, one is the current general manager of the property and one was the former general manager. So they have a lot of history of the area. Uh, I think it was said earlier uh, the gateway cannot support the landmark designation. Uh, We're willing to support a structure merit and talk about how we can assist in any adjustments to the arch that the community wishes to see. Uh, We've submitted more detail in the written comments uh, that were provided to the commission Um, before diving in. I think it's important to recognize that much of the group behind the Golden Gateway Center has been involved in the gateway in the community for a very long time. Uh, Many families have been involved since the community was built. Uh, We're committed to making the community a thriving place for San Francisco um, and for the people to live, work, and shop. Um, I appreciate the work that the historic preservation committee does to maintain the built environment and heritage of San Francisco. Uh, it's much of what makes us love San Francisco. And I share many of the same goals that the commission has to keep the best of San Francisco. Uh, we think the arch and Sydney Walton park where the arch sits are special parts of the gateway in the city. But again, we don't believe that the arch qualifies as an historic landmark. The arch is not historically significant. There is no individual tied to the arch and a general association with particular ethnic group is insufficient. While the arch has survived many historic events in San Francisco and the gateway continues to carefully care for the arch today, the mere fact that it still stands does not make it an historic landmark. The arch is a fragment of the building and does not convey the design of the Colombo market, nor is there any significant labor or skill to evidence the workmanship. Uh, I'm unaware of many examples where a fragment of the building has been designated as a landmark. Uh, This creates a troubling precedent, particularly when there's not historical significance. Uh, As I said in, in my opening comments, we support making the arch a structure of merit We can place a plaque nearby to explain its history. We can consider painting the arch similar to the original paint design that I've seen in photographs. We can look at lighting upgrades and we can consider other adjustments um, to the arch that the community wishes to see. The ownership of the gateway and the operator um, have been great stewards to keep the arch clean and available for the public and will continue to do so. Uh, But we do not support the landmark designation for the arch so thank you for your time i'm happy to to take any questions now or later on
8: thank you.
0: okay last call for public comment no? okay with that public comment is closed this matter is now before you commissioners oh i take it back there is a caller who has their hand raised um let's take our Remote caller.
9: Hi there, Historic uh, Preservation
1: Commissioner. I'm a resident of the Gateway and I do fully support the landmarking of the Colombo Arch. Thank you.
0: Okay, final last call for public comment. Again, you need to press star three or come forward, seeing no request to speak. Public comment is now closed, and now it is before you, commissioners.
9: Um, so, I, I just wanted to ask a few questions. Um, uh, I- interestingly enough, this is this is an interesting. Um, structure um, for both you know what uh, has been presented and supported and also uh, what the um, ownership also has noted Um, it's it's a remnant of a bigger structure that existed Um, and uh, you know in accordance with mr. Brandy's report um, it also talks about the loss of integrity Um, of of the structure due to its changes over time Um, but having said that um, you know the the interesting part about it is that it it brings up what is this and the question of interpretation and what 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 it um, you know uh, embodies is something that is very rare in San Francisco something that predated the earthquake and was reconstructed after the earthquake that was valuable enough to the community to reconstruct um, and also uh, conveys the history of that area in some small way, um, where if it did not exist, then it would be um, uh, uh, lost to history. Um, I guess one of the questions I have is what would be the difference between a structure of merit and a landmark? And then I have several other questions
1: Sure. Um, so, uh, structures of merit are in section 1011 of, of the planning code um, and these are, are added from time to time. Um, uh, my understanding is that generally they were placeholders, that, that the code used these, or the HBC used these as placeholders for national register nominations to, so that that would be aligned with that. Um, and the HPC can um, uh, take steps. It doesn't, there's not the formal landmarking steps um, that they deem that the HPC deems desirable to recognize the merit. Um, and these are included, but not limited. These are including, but not limited to, the issuance of a certificate of recognition, the authorization of a plaque, um, and cooperation with state and federal agencies and such efforts. So as you can see, it really was meant to align with uh, national and Cal Register nominations.
9: Does it uh, open up any different opportunities or, uh, you know, um, uh, vulnerabilities um, versus landmarking, if, uh, if it's for a of merit?
1: Um, I think, you know, with a with landmarking, you would have the certificate of appropriateness process. Um, certainly with the structure of merit, it would still be subject to the California Environmental Quality Act as a uh, historic resource. And any of, any of those particular, if there was some sort of demolition or, or anything, alteration of that sort, it would be subject to CEQA.
9: Okay. Um, and so, my other questions are interesting. That uh, the point was made that it's not significant. Um, it, it's actually significant for a number of things, but the integrity is what is is the part that is um, diminished um, somewhat. Uh, the you know the structure was designed by Clinton Day, a well-known San Francisco architect, um, and I believe that wasn't a focus of the significance uh, under criterion uh, C because, uh, possibly because um, the the structure was taken up, you know, destroyed during the earthquake then reconstructed. So maybe elements of his design were lost with the two story to one story. Um, And then uh, the period of significance um is 1906 to 1960 and within that um i was trying to understand the 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 uh, the character defining feature of freestanding whether that was related to it being freestanding in the sense of the market um, being open beyond it uh, or freestanding as it exists now which is post 1960 Um, so that was a question and then also in regard to the painted sign i I don't believe that there's any remnants of the painted sign but i would defer to um, mr brandy or um, planner junk here to Uh,
1: yes and maybe i'll defer to mr brandy to answer some questions and give him an opportunity to address
8: Uh, and make some comments. Good afternoon, commissioners. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, I had a brief slideshow, but I think you've, sounds like you've read the report, so maybe we don't need to do that. Um, The the painting is very interesting because uh, all I can go by is whatever photos are available, and many of those are in black and white. There is some paintings that were done uh, of the arch of the market in the early sixties. And I have some secondhand versions of that. So the whole idea of the paint is I, and I, this is very significant for the historic preservation commission. Um, I don't know, maybe the, the owners might have more information about the paint, at least as they found it over the years. Um, I know there are some photos, color photos that I took years ago. Uh, at one point, there was ivy on the arch; mm. was c- completely covered in ivy, and that was removed. So I don't know what the what it, the what was but there before, no, or you know,
9: there's no remnants of it now. Uh,
8: there's a lo- there's faint paint uh, markings now, and if, uh, th- that are on there. But um, you know, I'm not a paint conservator expert, oh, so I don't I know. Oh, I think
9: for me, it was whether to include the painting within the the character-defining oh. features if it remained um that was my question but if it's you know very uh, gone I, I would I
8: I mean I would argue to, to leave whatever whatever exists to leave to maintain or preserve that or keep that mm-hmm. until we find out what if anything you know can be done or should be done because whatever there is clearly left over from all of the things that happened to the arch.
9: right, right, But it's not one of the character defining features as listed in the landmark uh, designation. So I just want a nomination. So I wanted to understand that. And then also, what was meant by the character defining feature of freestanding?
8: Well, that's the staff report. But I'm sure it's the as a freestanding after the um, uh, creation of the the park. And it was left Ah, as a remnant. And uh, as I mentioned, I. I'm not sure who decided to save it, but it was a deliberate effort. Could have been the architects or maybe the the redevelopment agency because they did have a uh, there's a HINTS of them wanting to save remnants of projects that they had mm-hmm. uh, demolished for other uses so I think that's tantalizingly interesting because uh, uh, it's a it's a very unique aspect of urban of uh, urban renewal
9: so uh- I guess, um, you know, if I were doing it as an academic, it it would not fit in within the period of significance that it was freestanding. So freestanding occurs as a result of the redevelopment Uh, project versus being character defining to the period of significance.
8: So we can, this period of significance could be extended even further as the significance of the park past. 1963, or something. I, I didn't do that in this report because I, I was see. focused on the period before. But um, so I, 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 it's up to you. And know, yeah. So is
9: 1960 included as, as that part of the, the development of uh, Sydney Walton Square, or is it trying to shy from that?
1: Well, the period of significance right now for this landmark designation is till 1960. I don't know about um, uh, the staff report and the um, designation doesn't talk about the, the square in and of itself. You, we could, certainly in the character defining features, we could strike the, um, the freestanding uh, part of that in 1B, and it would just be the brick masonry construction. Um, and just, just to kind of clarify, the landmarking designation is just the f- footprint of the art. So all the other elements of the square are excluded from the designation.
9: I did notice that, yes. So I, I would suggest that, but I would also note in the designation nomination that, um, you know, there is the potential for, uh, you know, developing a historic context for the park itself. That would also include that aspect? Or could we just
2: extend the period of significance?
9: That has not been assessed yet. The park has not been assessed yet. That's the only reason why. Um, And then uh, as far as the Italian American community and the Colombo market, which are the two items that are relevant to significance, I do feel like this is a remembrance of that and um, a, a, a very poignant remembrance of the agricultural background of San Francisco, which is not well known. So that would that seems relevant to me. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Commissioner So. Uh, Commissioner Foley, sorry.
4: Thank you, Commissioner President. Um, So I'm not a fan of redevelopment at all. I think redevelopment actually destroyed the city and county of San Francisco in many ways. Um, So I'm actually really thrilled that this is in front of us. I think remembering the history of what happened there, I think it's I think remembering the history of the Italian Americans. I think remember the whole thing about a market. That's what the city was about. You know, what we did. We bulldozed it. We bulldozed it just like we did the Western Edition. I can go on and on about redevelopment. So I'm totally in favor of this, and I really look forward to this going forward. And I hope we can add a. Um, I hope we can add a, uh, a plaque on it. Thank
3: you very much.
2: Thank you, Commissioner Vergara. Can you use the microphone, please?
3: I had a couple of questions, and then I had some questions for to staff. Make. I'm not sure who they're best directed okay. to, but uh, I was out there the other day. I've, I've obviously been there before, but I was out there the other day with this in mind, and three things uh, uh, occurred to me. One is maintaining it. There, There's weeds growing in it now, which is probably not good for the, for the arch uh, in terms of long-term. Uh, and another thing that occurred is, would it be nice if it were painted the way it was originally? And then the third is, wouldn't it be good if they were some kind of an interpretive plaque? Uh, and I know that the the, the proposal from uh, the ownership talks about that, uh, the plaque and repainting. Is that something that could have been done before this, this event? And the second question is, if this structure were to be landmarked, in order to do that, well, then the owners have to get permission to do that. So I'm not sure who I asked. Is that for you, Elizabeth? I think are. okay. yeah.
1: So um, we do have a a program where we uh, develop plaques Mm -hmm. for landmark structures and buildings. Mm -hmm. Um, So that can be done without any sort of process or certificate of appropriateness. um, uh, Staff is working on that program. in terms of the painting, um, I, that probably would be fall under something that is administrative to, to staff, um, administrative certificate of appropriateness.
3: And then if I may, I had some comments.
1: Sure. Um,
3: I'm in favor of designating the Colombo Market Arch as a landmark. As I understand it, a structure can be worthy of preservation because it is significant for anyone Of four considerations and I think three apply in this case I'm not qualified to weigh in on architecture so I'll leave that to the experts on the Commission except to say that to me uh, the architecture evokes old San Francisco Uh, but the other three categories uh, people associated with the structure events that took place in and around the structure and the potential for the structure to help tell the story of San Francisco I think they all apply Uh, A tour guide who brings their group to the arch today could encourage those people to imagine themselves surrounded by 18 blocks of old worn workhouse buildings dating back more than a century, back to the days when there were farms in Visitation Valley and farms around Lake Merced and Westlake was a field of artichokes. Uh, They could point out that when uh, San Francisco was a bustling port city, it made sense for the produce district to be where it was they could acknowledge that while there are not a lot of famous individuals associated with the old produce district, AP Giannini is, was one of them. They could tell the story how like a lot of italian American San Franciscans, he began working right there in the produce district and then went into banking, uh, the first to focus on the small depositor, many of them were immigrants. They could tell the story of how in the hours after the 1906 earthquake, Giannini got a produce wagon Uh, filled it with gold and silver and currency from his bank, covered it with a layer of vegetables uh, to disguise it and then drove it down the peninsula for safekeeping and then returned to the city and helped rebuild the city and was instrumental in the building of the the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, But aside from a famous person like Giannini, there were just countless uh, average San Franciscans, many of them tracing their heritage to Italy, who worked here and were part of uh, the backbone of old San Francisco. Unfortunately, I can't find any references to the Colombo Market or the arch in the newspapers of the late 1950s and early 1960s, but clearly the San Franciscans who came before us who redeveloped the area thought it was important to save this memento of an earlier time and an earlier way of life in the city. Certainly would have been easier for them to knock it down along with the, the other structures in those 18 blocks, but even they who lived in the 50s and 60s, that period of time when uh, the attitude was out with the old in with the new in San Francisco. And we lost so many landmarks at that time, even they knew that this monument was worth saving. And I think we should show our gratitude for their foresight by taking the next step and uh, recommending that uh, we make official what's already a fact, which is that that arch is a landmark. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Commissioner Wright.
10: Uh, Thank you. yeah, I, I want to uh, say that I agree with um, <clears throat> kind of some of the points that uh, Commissioner Nagaswaran was making. And it, it really is uh, interesting uh, kind of considering the arch separate from the building. But I think when we're thinking in terms of landmark, um, we're not thinking that, I mean, it's not landmarking the Colombo market and saying that the Colombo market does not have integrity because all that's left is this arch. We're landmarking the arch that was retained for interpretive um, interpretation and understanding of the market um, at the time it was demolished. Um, so uh, I, I think that's, that's kind of, uh, I was thinking about integrity as I was going into this uh, too. Uh, and, <clears throat> and certainly after uh, we received the letter uh, from ownership and owner's representatives, uh, but, but I think that uh, the arch does retain integrity uh, of the arch. Um, the existing structure can retains integrity of it for itself, just uh, possibly not uh, for the whole market. Um, and you know staff can weigh in if they have any thoughts. Uh, about that, um, and then to follow up on the point that Commissioner Warren made about um, whether or not to include um, uh, original paint. Um, I think if there is any original paint, um, that that should be um, considered uh, and maybe investigated further prior to any uh, any repainting. Uh, Certainly, we wouldn't want to destroy uh, any original paint remnants that remain. uh, So, thank you.
2: Thank you. Um, I think before we deliberate, uh, I wanted to see if the representatives of the property owner wanted to add any further comments. Okay, Okay, I'm... Uh, I think think we uh, we appreciate, Mr. Brandy, uh, your um, analysis for our deliberations today. It was very good, particularly it gave us a really great, I think, visual as well as a cultural uh, overview of the particular place that we're considering and uh, appreciate all of your hard work for doing that. And then also to Golden Gateway for being great stewards of this particular historic um, uh, well, what what I think uh, the commission will be voting on today um, in terms of supporting landmark designation for the arch. I uh, totally agree with you, Commissioner Foley, that what redevelopment did to the city and county of San Francisco is unforgivable, and I um, am... Hoping that it was the community, the Italian-American community, and the produce community that came forward to make sure that the arch still remained to tell the story about this really important part of uh, our community that is often forgotten. So I am in full su- favor, in full favor, of uh, supporting the Board of Supervisors' landmark designation. But I also think that uh, Commissioner. Uh, Verbera brought up a good point of um, making sure that we include some kind of interpretive panel or interpretive display um, to really and fully tell the story of what happened there and for other people to appreciate its history there. And then I also wanted to include language that was part of the board's initiation that did talk about redevelopment and did talk about... um, the demolition of that particular area into our motion to make sure that it's clearly understood that um, much of this building was demolished because of what happened uh, during the redevelopment phase of San Francisco.
4: Motion to approve. Second.
2: Motion to approve with um, suggesting an interpretive panel as well as including the language about the redevelopment of San Francisco. And then um, there is the issue that uh, Commissioner Nagas-Warren brought up about freestanding. Uh, can we make a motion to include that, or
4: what are your thoughts? My motion included all that above. <laughs>
5: okay. I, I'd like to ask, when, when you meant freestanding, meaning it could be in anywhere
9: so um, the it said freestanding is one of the character defining features freestanding brick arch um, when it was originally when it was originally used as a market it had an open market right and so I'm not sure if that freestanding is related to the market or is it related to the post 1960 and maybe we have to just augment the language to say freestanding in the respect to the what what it was in its original state in
5: its original context. I was because mm-hmm. I was wondering if you, we might want to clarify whether that was what your intent or freestanding as a site specific.
9: It, it was not my intent either way. I didn't know what was meant by freestanding, and it sounded like Mr. Branny was saying that it related to the Sydney Walton Park post 1960, and um, which is not what we're looking at. So right. that's why I, I didn't know if we should just strike that then.
5: So the arch has been relocated to the current park. No, it's,
9: so already it's already there. there.
5: I mean, yeah, it is, but like it, um, it was not used to be there. No, it was there, oh. always there, Okay. yeah.
9: It was designed, uh, it was in that area. That's the, the only the most, things left. Uh, right, yeah, Okay. <laughs> exactly.
5: So when you used the word freestanding, means you wanted to make a reference of the old remnants that was no longer there
9: it was in the list of cdfs Mm -hmm. and i don't know the original intent of that only from what mr brandy said and that was for the park and not for the period of significance for the market which in my mind is what we're looking at right so i would strike it if it's if it's talking about the period of significance um or put a note that says Elsewhere in the document says freestanding from the fact that it was demolished previously. Maybe that, that, that's what I want. Yeah. This
10: is what it was. Yeah. And I, then I this got is that. it now. Right.
8: I,
5: it's <laughs> my favorite park anyway, by the way. I just wasn't sure when no, you want it to be yeah. freestanding, meaning that like the landmark itself, it's a freestanding entity that it could be in the future could be relocated to somewhere else as well. That's it's peace. Yeah, or I, yeah, no. yes, we'll I don't. With the land.
1: So these were the character defining features sent over by the supervisor's office that are included in um, in the designation. Um, but I think you can certainly modify it to be a little bit more clear under that CDF, if you wish. Okay, just excuse me. Could you
10: repeat that? I, I couldn't hear very well.
1: Sorry. So if you look in the actual. Um, Uh, ordinance that was sent over um, that was uh, um, sent over by by the board these are the physical features that were listed out and identified Um, but again I think that if you want to modify number B or letter B which is freestanding to just qualify that a bit more as to the relationship as to why it's freestanding that's that's fine
9: can we say freestanding um the only remnant of the colombo market
10: yes i
1: i think that's fine
10: may may is, can i chime in yes please um <clears throat> so yeah i i think um in a description of the um, remnant itself, um, it can be described as freestanding. But I I don't believe that uh, inclusion of freestanding, uh, uh, describing it as freestanding, is character defining. It was not originally freestanding, and it's not um, yeah, the period if the period of significance relates to its its prior um uh Life. kind of configuration <laughs> then i don't i i think we would want to um
9: i agree with remove you. The, the i was th- just trying to meet in the middle. freestanding
10: <laughs> yeah that's what I, I thought you were um getting at too um so it's the material the material itself um and then i mean it if in, at some point in the future there is
6: uh,
10: assessment of the park for a uh, redevelopment um, period or uh, the design, uh, then I think free standing, the freestanding arch could be added to that. Um, that but but um, just in, in, in a, a kind of pure landmarking of the arch itself, I don't think that, um, that freestanding should be left in.
4: So my motion uh, previously is amended to remove freestanding. Thank you. And and I don't know if we want to suggest any kind of
10: um, reference to um, original, any kind of vestiges of original paint. Um, Do we know if any is left? No. No. I'm seeing. Head shaking, no? Um, there was one photo where there was kind of ghosting, but um, it didn't appear in the current photo that um, that it is. But I, I think maybe just that would should be a consideration if any kind of repainting um, or further interpretation of the original signage, painted signage um, is uh, considered in the future, that that should be looked into. So I, I leave it out, but um, but it's it's something that should be uh, considered if um, and I think would be anyhow if if uh, I think so. repainting of the original signage for interpretation on a landmark were considered, um, that would be a, a separate discussion at that time.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So I think we have a motion. Do we have a second?
0: There was a second. I, okay. Second? Is I think it, I'll second my right second. Amendments? Okay. I think I have a motion to adopt a recommendation to the Board of Supervisors to landmark uh, the arch and to include uh, an interpretive panel, also including a finding related to the redevelopment agency and striking freestanding from the physical features listed with consideration for any remaining original paint. On that motion, Commissioner Vergara? Yes. Commissioner Wright? Yes. Commissioner Foley? Aye. Commissioner So, Yes. Commissioner Nuggett-Warren? Yes. And Commissioner President Matsuda? Yes. So move, Commissioners, that motion passes unanimously 6 to 0 and concludes your brief hearing today.
2: Thank you.